Glasses Malone is on the podcast. Glasses, come on and sit in right now. Glasses, this is you. This oh, is yeah, Rachel. Let's, we're going to switch. We're going to switch. Host of the No Ceilings podcast with Glasses Malone. Rapper. Entrepot nigga. Uh, all around shit stir and troublemaker. Glasses Malone is on higher learning today. My brother. How are you doing? Rachel's taking a second to get everything. Who'd you bring with you, Glasses? My old lady. Hey, how are you? My wife. Yeah. We've never met before. Me and Glasses. Have you ever heard me and Glasses on the phone screaming at each other before? Many <laughs> Me and Tom's Glasses. Why don't you tell people a little bit about who you are and where you come from? I'm definitely that guy. If you say nigga to it's gonna end up bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go right from there. Definitely that person. Right. You are, but you're from here in L.A. Born and raised. Born and raised in L.A. What part? Compton and Watts. Compton and Watts. Yeah. Uh, and what was growing up in L.A. like for you? Fun. It was a ton of fun. Um, <sighs> let's see. You're going to get pushed to every level, you know, of... Physical fitness and mental toughness. Um, every horrible peer pressure you can imagine is right there. Um, it was fun though, for the most part. Ninety percent was fun. Every How? yeah. How'd y'all meet? Through Charlemagne. Through Charlemagne. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Through Charlemagne. And Charlemagne knows that when you put Charlemagne knows that when you put two opinionated combustible type individuals together a friendship will brew and plus i'm just obsessed with somebody that i can't agree with agree with on nothing about y'all don't agree on anything we agree on 90 percent of the things <laughs> van just um he finds ways to make it where it seems not agreeable mm. i think he just takes a lot of like back rows to simple ideas just because could be. Being his podcast co-host, I would agree with that. Yeah. Could be. Could yeah. be. But like when I first came out here, like I actually was a huge fan of glasses. Glasses, I was hearing glasses everywhere with you know, with your career and how things were blowing up. And so later on, I was really excited to meet you. Tell us about your rap career and and all the twists and turns that that took. Um, I got a lot of advantages. I probably didn't deserve a record deal. I didn't know much about rap music. I was just articulate enough and survived enough stuff to rap about it. Uh Um, Birdman was a huge fan. Mac-10 passed in my music. Mac-10 from Inglewood. Uh They loved it. They gave me this record deal. It was pushing these songs. And to me, I'm just doing what I do. You know, just explaining who I am to everybody. But I didn't have a real appreciation for the culture that is hip-hop or you know, how we frame it or uh, rap music in general. I didn't really even, like, I listened to rap music. It was just the music. Like, I didn't even go to concerts before I started rapping. Never. Interesting. Like, never. So what made you just decide to take that path then? If you really didn't have an interest in it, what made you say, you know what? This is the road I want to go down. Um, I was selling PCP every day, mm-hmm. honestly. So... It was profitable, but I started seeing where it was going to go. Like, I was either going to be filthy rich or in prison or pretty much dead. It was that serious. So I wanted to start a record company. That was my goal. And I just could rap. 
So it was the business part of it. You know, um, I wanted a new trap, a new, a new spot. Like I watched a couple guys that I seen before me, you know, Suge Knight, Easy E. You know, you was hearing stories of Birdman, stories of these people that came from the same type of background that started record labels and I had an ear for music. I knew what was good and what was bad. Mm. So I was just the rapper that was available, but it just worked out for me. Mm. What was it like growing up in Watts? It was fun. You like fun. To where from Watts where where from Watts are you at? Like 117th Street. So 117th Street, right across the street from the Imperial Courts. Yeah. The projects. What, what kind of and everybody that knows you knows you from not Seventh Street Watts Crip. Seventh yeah. Street Watts Crip. So what I was in Chicago doing hip hop homicides, right? And <laughs> when I we you did hip hop homicides when yeah. it was here in LA. It was in Santana. It was we was in Santana, we was in Compton when yeah. we did that. But I was in Chicago and I was asking people in Chicago, I was like, uh, at what age did you like join the game? Uh with BDs, GDs, Stones, whoever it is out there. By all shout out to my Chicago people, shout out to Chicago King Day. Yeah, shout, out to the shout out to um everybody in Chicago. But like, and they go, I never did. You just in. You just in. It's was not, that kind of was that the same way that it was? Yeah. Um a real gang member is just you're just in. It's not really anything. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you have to do something wrong with your life. You're from the neighborhood you're from. That's just simple as that. Before I ever referenced myself as a 7th Street Watts, we would go swimming at Mona Park, which is the neighboring gang. They had a park in their community. And we would go walk over there. We'd go swimming. Oh, that's the boys from 7th Street. The Imperial Court Housing Projects, the PJ Watts Crip. We'll go buy food from out the liquor store. Oh, that's them boys from 7th Street. You, it's just how it goes. It's your friends. Huh. Van has, Van talks about you a lot on the podcast. So it's nice to have you here oh, in studio. Thank you. And in, 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 in like high regard. But he always talks about how he talks to you whenever we're talking about something that has to do with gangs or, or LA. He's always mentioning you and your perspective on it. I know that you had some comments towards Mace about things that he said in a negative way in yeah. regards to gang life. Um, when Van talks about the way you talk about it, it's in a very positive way. Can you talk a little bit about that for people who aren't as familiar with that side? Yeah, that's the main side. Like, um, you know, if any poor community, you don't really know you poor. I don't think we even pay attention to that. Like, if you grew up somewhere where it's poor, you don't really know you poor. It's fun. It's pretty much these are the, the activities you do. Just like being from a gang, it's um, it's the people that raise you your whole life. You see them. You know, some homies' moms is on drugs. You know, they come to your house to eat. You know, y'all hustle together to, to make sure everybody can eat. Um, what somebody might look at as gang violence could be me and, you know, my homeboy walking to the store to get some food. We go to Denny's in the shopping center. We share one shopping center, so it's always active right there. Maybe he, this girl liked him, and this guy from this other community liked the girl, and they going to jump on him, and I stand up and fight with him. You know, it's just normal stuff. It's really love. Most of it is love. What percentage of gangbanging is love? Probably 90%. 90%. Yeah, if you think about it, like, there's a... um. They sensationalize the violence, but it's not shooting more than 100 times a year in the community. I mean, I know that seems like 
that's a huge number. That's but a lot of fucking shooting. I'm saying, I'm, no, I'm saying it's not that much. It's not that much. It's not that much. It's not shooting all the time. It's pretty much fun or partying all the time and goofing around or people trying to figure out how to make good with their day. But when you talk about that love, you're talking about the love within your own gang, not with other gangs. Or are you? Even with other gangs. Okay, can you talk like, about um, that? We would play football against the Imperial Courts, the PJ Cribs. Mm -hmm. Ton of great games. The Mona Parks, ton of great games. Um, maybe you trying to start hustling. And, you know, it was a guy on 118th Street. His name was Fern. You know, I don't know if I should be saying his name. Fern <laughs> might still be hustling. But <laughs> Fern, like, like I might have bought five pounds of weed when stress weed was a thing. And five pounds might have cost $350 a piece. And, but I wanted 10. He'd be like, all right, well, just give me, you know, the money for the five and I give you the other five. It's always love. Right. It's, it's more love than hate or any of the things that TV or the news sensationalizes. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Do the negative aspects of gang banging outweigh the positive aspects which would be the love or anything like that because when when I was in Chicago or some other places it seems as if things are so cyclical that people don't have as many choices about how the way that they will want to live their life and sometimes violence just happens upon people that might have not endeavored into violence yeah that's being a trooper is definitely pushed upon you. Like you, you're going to end up being a trooper. If you, if you're, if you going out and enjoying yourself a little too much and you festive in other people's community, you're going to turn into some level of trooper, whether it's fighting, whether it's shooting. But, uh, I just think like, if you're not a part of it, yes, you look at it like it's the most heinous thing. Like I tell you in Charlemagne, it seems in like, oh my God, I cannot, how are they surviving this? And it's weird because y'all are from poor communities and you kind of have the same exact thing. But we don't have any gangs though. You have gangs. They we just have don't gangs. say Bloods we, and Crips. We, yeah, we have. They have the same from, gangs. We have, we have. They fight, they shoot, we they fight. kill. Yeah, we, we have. People but, die. But, but you, know, you know what we. You just didn't have the movies. We don't have, but you, you know, just don't have boys in the hood. But you know, but, but you know, what we don't colors. have though. This is what we don't have though. We don't have people that like. So there's nothing to opt into. So I'll put it to you like this. So I'm from I'm from Guardia Lane, right? And you're from Guardia Lane, and some people might think Guardia Lane is a sufficient hood to be from. Some niggas like might be like niggas from G Lane this week, right? That's but, just yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the way it goes. And there's a sign. We throw yeah, up a sign. We yeah, party. Of course. We do the and y'all might got y'all little shirt with your initials. The, the whole situation, sure. right? But the thing is, you're there are people from Guardia Lane who have nothing to do. Like you don't. There's like you. You're not gonna not be able to go into our neighborhood or across Sky Cell or uh, across GSRI or across Guardia. 
Right. You're not going to be able to not go there if you're from somewhere else. I go to, I just literally named multiple communities. I go to the Mona Parks. We were swimming and played basketball there. We go to the PJs, ham sandwich from the pink store. There's a Jordan's right there. We would walk to Hawkins, which is a little further by the Nickerson Guards. You go where you go. But, but there are, but there are places where if you from, a rival hood and they enemies over there, you can't go there because you're going to get pressed. Is that true or false? Till you tell me. Yes, but it's true because maybe at one other time in life, something happened, right? Like maybe somebody's brother got killed and then now they started to go to war over it. You know, they couldn't find an amicable solution. So they now they're fighting and somebody else got shot. Somebody else got shot and somebody got killed. And now it's three or four dead people because of this war. And that could actually... um you know, hover there for maybe, you know, time. It could take time. Like the yeah. 60s and 8 trades is, is never over because so many people died. But here's a perfect example. My older homies, they was they would beef with the Palm and Oak Linwood Crips. Right. Right? It was bad. A couple people got shot. I don't think anybody died. I'm not sure it's before my time. But I we meet Palm and Oaks all the time, and it's good. My generation and younger. Yeah. Um, the Mona Parks, my older homies. They generation, they grew up with the motor parks, my oldest homies. That was their thing together. And then the next generation had problems. And then my generation, it was fine. And now the generation younger than me, they fight. Right. If it's 90% love, who do you blame for sensationalizing gang culture? See, gang culture and this is, is it another, wrong to say gang culture? Well, because violence is just more of a human like a human being issue. You know what I mean? And gang culture seems to get wrapped into violence. And it's not. It's a gang culture is not that, but it does get violent. But that's the human experience. But I was telling Charlemagne and Van, I don't know why human beings hang on to violence. They just hang on to it all the time. That's their thing. Like, oh, it's the violence. So but if I'm being honest, what do you honest, mean by that? You know what I mean? While, while we hang on the violence, what you mean? it's like you find the one thing and then you make that the whole thing. It's like when we was talking about particular, we were talking about drill music in Chicago, and y'all like, oh, it's just people talking about killing each other. It's like, no, it's people talking about doing what it takes to survive in these jungles. And how we hear it is two different ways because I understand what they're saying and know what it feels like to have to be at war with another community versus where you or C may be like, well, they just rapping about Kenya. No, they talking about these are their enemies. It's like you wouldn't say that if you heard like if a uh, Russian man came out with a CD and he was dissing Ukraine. He was like, yeah, you know, you would understand that it was a war. But you reduce into why these people are fighting this to senseless or you don't understand. Well, so that's why it comes across that way. So a couple of things here. Number one, what's happening in Russia with the, in the with, between Russia and Ukraine is absolutely senseless, right? No, it makes sense. It makes it makes sense. How about this? It makes sense from a geopolitical... Everything makes sense. Everything can be made made to make sense for someone. That doesn't mean that in the construct of the society that we set, that it's appropriate, right? So so, so let me... So, so, but that little part right there, So, so this, this is what I mean, though. Yeah. Society, we, we talk about what is and what isn't a construct. Everything is a construct. Every single thing is a construct, right? So when we are all hanging around, we're doing whatever we're doing, we're out in the woods, whatever it is that we're doing, eventually somebody says, all right, you know what the best way for us to move forward is? We agree. The, yeah, the best may, way for us to move forward is I dropped the seed in the ground. The seed came up. The fruit off the, the fruit off that seed is mine. 
You'll have yours over there, and I won't go over here. You won't go over there. You won't go over there. Now, the minute somebody says, fuck it, I'm going to take whatever I want, which is what always ends up happening anyway. The minute somebody says, fuck it, I'm going to take whatever I want, they're breaking the agreement that we've made. That's what civilization is based upon, a set of agreements. So for me, when I look at what's happening in in the Ukraine, it doesn't make sense because it, it's an attack on a sovereign nation that hasn't attacked you. And that, to me, is a violation of not just international law, but about the way that we've sort of uh, decided to live. And when I look at what's happening in Chicago, it makes even less sense because they aren't fighting over anything. Like they, oh, They're fighting over something. No, 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 no. It's but, like how we start talking about before the word, the N-word. Like, that's just a simple word, but that could get somebody killed. Yeah, but the difference between that is... The, the the difference between me and that is, number one, that is from somebody that's outside of my community. What I'm looking for, like, what there, there is a natural but, separation. But, but we are, if, we are, we are. To me, with with white people, we are in a cold war with them, based upon history. <laughs> are we? I think so. <laughs> well, you got it, huh? You got it, right? But to me, the thing in Chicago is like. And you make a fair point, but what I would say about the the difference between the, the thing in Chicago is that they are literally killing each other. Yes, but like but, brothers but, and people, like it's four blocks that separate O Block from, from yeah, 63rd. But, but the belief is that you know poverty. Okay, so the belief is that we're all the same. But if you understand poverty, right, the most, the more you understand it, you realize how small that becomes when you start believing you share cultural, you know, likeness. Yeah, like. On the east side, gangbanging is really small. So, like, poverty makes things seem like they're way further than they are. Right. Like, the PJs is a, is a, is a mile away. Think about it. A, a gang war in Los Angeles, every big gang war you've heard about, right, since you've been here, and we always talk about it, in the 60s and they trace, they're neighbors. They're literally neighboring communities. Right. 20s and insanes are neighboring communities. Um Hoover's and Denver Lanes, Denver Lanes and Raymond's are neighboring communities, right? right? That's why the wars are as bad as kind of publicized. But if it's a war between the PJs and the 60s, it won't last two days. Because they're not going to run into each other. They're not going to run into each other. And don't nobody got enough gas to be going back and forth. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to ask a really (laughs) dumb question. You have named so many different like groups, gangs, communities. I'm confused. Okay. I don't even know how you I don't even know how you keep up and like know who's who and what and who's good with who and You know it's funny it's almost unbelievable how you just know. And you everywhere you go, you know where you at. And I don't if if it's a party over there, I won't say oh, it's a party on like how you said I, just like anybody else in any community, that's a poor community. I won't say oh there's a party on Harvard in 92nd. I'm like oh there's a party in the Raymonds. Another oh, there's one. a party in the Glasses, glasses <laughs> sent me a another. map, a Google map. That's yeah. what I that's what glasses I need. Glasses sent me a Google map. And I actually would bl- probably crazy. Huh? Yeah, a Google map with every gang in every single set. I'm like, God damn. And in some gangs, you see why they're so aggro? Because they surrounded by enemies. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I see why these dudes always want to yeah. fuck the party up. Because yeah. they, they got to walk around mad everywhere. But I'll get you back to... But, so so I, let me get but, back... But it's a little bit more tricky, but yes. But let me get back to drill music real quick. So this is my thing about drill music. Sure. My thing about drill music is that like, I don't have a problem with drill music. I like the way drill music sounds. I listen to drill music. But drill music to me, parts of drill music, specifically dissing the dead, specifically dissing the dead, it subverts something that I feel like to a degree 
that we've always had, which was a certain cultural decorum that dictated the way we interacted with each other, at least on a macro level, right? So let's say that on a micro level, let's say that me and you are in a room and somebody got killed over there, whatever, whatever, and we're in a room somewhere and we and we were going to laugh about it. I would never do that, but I know that you would. No, I would uh, If somebody just died, that's I'm just, not I'm funny. Just joking, sure, I'm just joking. Sure, sure. And we were going to laugh about it, sure. right? That would be something that people do. People do that type of shit all the time. People be low down. But there was at least on a macro level an understanding that <clears throat> that type of behavior was deviant and almost demonic to a way that, to me, like was an accelerant to things that have already happened. So if somebody runs out and they're your brother and you say, because what we're always looking for is a way, is is a mode or uh, a sort of conduit to fix these issues, right? Well, I am. I don't know who okay. else is. So, so we're yeah, because most ninety ninety nine percent of people is definitely. Well, I'm not. looking for a way to be able to tell people to stop. Sure. Even if even if the other side killed your hood, it killed killed your friend. It's doubly difficult to tell to to get to get any type of peace from it if they killed him and then they said, "Fuck him, rest in piss." Now you can't ever stop, but you because know they just... directly sure. challenged you to keep it going forever, and that's the thing that where that's the thing that I kind of don't understand, and I would wish they would just stop doing that, and maybe in a half a generation or a generation. We could fix it. But if they keep that up, we never will. But that's not why they're doing it. It's definitely not why. But it's to, to me, the it's not why they're doing it. Why mm. they're doing it goes back way further than that. But it is a slightly newer development because they didn't always do that. Well, they, and they've, and they've, it, is, it is something now that to me is making things progress a lot faster. They've always done that. You just never heard it in rap music. That's what I'm saying, though. But that's not what's... They know what's really going on. It's not the music. The music is just the new brick wall. Like we've been writing rest and piss. We've been kicking candles over. We've been, been at whacking people out. All funerals. You've yeah. been doing this stuff. It's all old stuff because it's a level of poverty where you just kind of trying to show somebody that this is why they shouldn't mess with you. You are on another level of violence and you will bring this upon them if they don't leave you be. But rap music and celebrity is an accelerant to everything. It I mean, can make you look richer it, than it, you it look. used it to be. Look, yeah, sure. It's it's very deceiving. It, most times, it it always is deceiving, but it's just now the new brick wall is rap. Like we we refer to everybody as rappers when they die because they have three rap songs. When yeah. like it's like calling somebody a walker because they walked. They 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 don't walk a marathon, but they're walkers because they walk down the street. And so it's just a new name for some people are making rap songs just to be gang members. Like that's a part of some people's community game. I want me to go rap, make a rap song, just putting on for the homies and dissing these niggas. That's just gang banging. That's a part of the same thing. So back in the day, most artists were just rappers. You know what I'm saying? They weren't, you know, necessarily like direct representative. Ice Cube wasn't a direct representative of just 111 culture. He was a representative of all Los Angeles culture. Um, now that's being reduced down to somebody as a direct representative of just this. Like almost every set has a rapper. Like like you know like uh like in Mexico uh, uh corridos corridos yeah every cartel has their own singer yeah so it's the same thing it's just it's old it's not really new it's 
I don't know. I just think it's some people complaining about that was already there. Most people are fighting because they just poor. This is not, if this was true, these things would affect middle-class communities at a much, much worse, you know, that's who's consuming the music. That's who's consuming the music. So they and who gives start a shit if it affects them. Like I'm talking about what's happening in places where people don't have, I'm talking about, I'm sorry, Rachel, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, just no, finish what, your I'm talk. Saying, what I'm saying is it, it's definitely not going to affect them because they're not at risk. Well, it's not that, but that's the point. That's the only people who listen to the music that can be influenced. We doing it. We was doing the music is the music because of us. True, but the reality is that there has to be a holistic way to attack this problem and attack one, poverty. And so you can attack poverty. That's the only solution. Well, then why are some of these rappers that are super duper rich still involved in this? They're on dope. Well, they're they're not only are they. <laughs> That's the only reason. Not only not not only are they on dope, but there is a cultural edict. Mm-mm. Bullshit. They're you don't like, think so? No. no well, not, not, they're on drugs, bruh, bruh, bruh. <clears throat> Bruh. Tell me one that's doing this sober. Like, but uh, first of I, all, I would know personally. I, first of all, I gotta be honest with you, and I'm not. Gonna, I'm not saying this. To, I'm not saying this in any way to be disrespectful. Pac, Pac, Tupac is my favorite rapper of all time. Tupac is my favorite rapper of all time. Tupac is a deity to me. Pac was doing his thing, being his thing. Pac inserted himself into something. That it, on behalf of a group of people that he was never really put on with, that he never really- and, Of course and, he was and, put on with. They came and got him from prison when everybody left him there. That's fine. So, so, But what I'm saying is, in that situation, him fucking around and dabbling in that, and not just being a rapper, and being so hardcore because he was such a person that was down for whoever he was down for, he was so loyal, that kind of got him killed in the end. And so, and so, and so, what I'm what I'm saying is, so what I'm saying is, there is there's absolute poverty is the reason poverty and and intentional American terrorism and dysfunction is the reason for all of this stuff. You are absolutely right, but there is a point for us, at least between us, Mm-mm. where we have to look at how we are conducting ourselves Mm-mm. between one another. We don't need to be. We, we uh, so we have absolutely no responsibility. We share communities, but we have absolutely no responsibility to each other. Not in front of white people. I'm not talking about in front of white people because white, white people are white looking people. at this right now. Uh, oh, what do you mean? So no, we can't have this conversation in front of white people. Oh, this is we we black, bro. We can have this conversation. No, 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 because white people are looking and they will think to themselves, well, see, it's their fault. They're blaming each other. Ain't nobody say that. That's not they what anybody say. They all say that. No, ain't nobody say that, glasses. They are all glasses. saying it. Ain't nobody say that. What I just said was it's all their fault, but we do have a responsibility no, to each other. No. If the camera's <laughs> off, yes. <laughs> If the cameras no. are off, yes. No. He just gave you the answer, though. He just gave no. you the answer. No. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna change the subject a little bit, but still stay on music. Something you said on um your podcast. I have a lot of questions about some things you said on your sure. podcast. Rachel thinks you're problematic. <laughs> I, I'm definitely a, a problem. But it was interesting because you were talking about hip hop versus rappers. Rap music, yeah. And you were saying that hip hop is a culture. Rapping is a language and anybody could be a rapper. Sure. Does that mean, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm interested in how you would define hip hop. I think you kind of did a little bit on the podcast. Yeah, street urban culture. So can a white person be a, a, in sure. hip hop? Punk rock had street urban people for years. I think Eminem is one of the people that I've studied the most that I'm like, oh yeah, he's. That's hip hop. He's hip hop. Okay. Like there's a street urban place for white people in 
you know, street urban people that lived in the projects, you know, you start talking back in the 70s and 80s in New York. So it's people that came up in the culture. So, so by your definition of hip hop, first of all, expound upon your definition of hip hop. Street urban culture, you know, the way we talk in these places, in these street urban communities, right? Uh, densely populated, uh, crime written places. So it's got to have crime or it's not hip hop. Yeah, not at all. I mean, the music doesn't have to have crime. The the cultural. The, so if, the, if there's no crime and where the place came from, yeah. it's not hip hop. Zero. Not hip-hop. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Like not no, not at all. That's just rap. Okay. I'm yeah. a little, uh, hey, glass. No, no, I'm just doubling down. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, so by that, so is Jack Harlow hip hop? I no. literally was gonna ask that question. You know Jack, y'all know Jack Harlow hip hop. Don't do me like that. I'm asking you. Jack Harlow but he would makes say he's a rapper. easy listening rap music. And it's fantastic. Doesn't have to be hip hop to be good. It's true. Jack Harlow makes fantastic music. It's like elevator music. You can just listen to it. It's rap in the elevator. It's awesome. Why do I feel like, man? Shout out to drama, man. I don't know like, drama really. Shout out to drama, man. Shout out to drama. I love drama. Listen, drama. Me, drama got at me about Jack Hall already when I posted the white boy. He been trying to service. Yeah. He been trying to service. <laughs> I was on live one day and I didn't realize. Shout out to drama, man. Good I was on. Man, I love drama. Is a culture. Man, I love yeah. drama. But you know, it's okay. Like, I don't have to go with your marketing. Right. You could be one of my favorite DJs like Drama, and I'm not going with your marketing. You're not going to convince me that Colonel Sanders is a hip-hop artist. Did you just not call Colonel. that nigga Colonel Sanders? <laughs> Bro, if you really think about it, like like fried chicken, like, you know, fried chicken is 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 soul food, but like that don't mean Kentucky fried chicken sells soul food. It's just different. They got greens and God all kinds of soul food, right? That don't mean they sell soul food. It's that's Jack Harlow's music. It's dope. Like I like Kentucky. I like Kentucky. I like original recipe Kentucky. I actually enjoy it. But we don't ha- somewhere along the line we feel like we need to make it ours to enjoy, or we have to make it good to enjoy. I, I like a lot of bad things. I love candy. I mm. know it's horrible at this point in my life, but it's I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> drama going to. <laughs> I know John would be like, I can't because, help it because, because there because won't look, be nothing left for us. Because here's the thing, though. If, because some people would say that if you reduce hip-hop... Reduce. To, to, <laughs> the term <laughs> reduce. Reduce. You, so, mean that, you mean it's an exception. It's an exception. Bruh, everything has an exception, bro. Sure. So, Star Wars started off three movies. Yeah. Star Wars, now I got movies, TV shows, cartoons, shorts, art, cosplay. Everything Hands grows. Down. Everything grows. Yeah. So... So some people would say that if you reduce hip hop to only originating from places that are crime ridden, because every major American city is crime ridden, right? Yeah, but yeah, I agree to a degree. So some people would say that if you reduce that, then it's in a way depowering it as an art form that you can't. You know, you know what I mean. Well, what makes hip hop spectacular is it gave you a window into places you never could see before. Like you could never see what was going on in Queens in these places. There were no movies made about it. You you had no idea about It's not necessarily true. It is. Think about it, right? If you think about the song The Message, I didn't know what was going on in New York. You know what I mean? But I mean you have what's going on. You have I mean there were people that were doing socially conscious music and there were movies 
all of black exploitation was talking about what was going on in urban neighborhoods. Yeah, but black exploitation again are minor platforms and grand scale things, right? So mm-hmm. this became the representation on the music front because black exploitation was the same thing. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it's one of the hardest decisions I had to make about Kanye West. Like, right, Kanye West, what he represents through hip hop, I've seen it before. So it's it's one of the newer times, right? Where it's like Eddie Winslow, you know, like Theo Huxtable. That's, I don't think so. You're saying Kanye is like the Eddie Winslow of hip hop. One hundred percent. Yes. I don't think you. I don't think you would have a problem with that. Yes, he would, but that's not the point. I don't <laughs> mind him having a problem with it. It's true. It's like what he represents. You know what I mean? What he represents. It's and it's dope. But when you start representing outside of that, it's like at that point, then it becomes a parody of itself. It's a caricature. Of but itself. see, look, and God being for me to, and I'm taking up too much oxygen. Before being for me to <laughs> defend Kanye, you don't have to. But because I'm actually uh, Kanye West is hip hop, right? He's ours, right? But I'm saying he's kind of the the very the the last point of exit, right? Because we have seen his representation, the representation of what he does. We've seen it on television on major outlets. Willis, different strokes. <laughs> Wait, but he's from the South Side of Chicago, though. I agree. He's from a crime written place. Uh, that's why I said he's hip hop. But he's saying he's hip hop though. It's just glasses know what he's doing. I'm not. This is what glasses does. does. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I really don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I really don't know what I'm doing. Can we? Can I ask one more question? Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, of the guys out right now that are that are rapping, what percentage of it? Okay, so like, who, who are the top five rappers in the world right now? I would say Drake, Drake, Kendrick, J Cole, Drake, Kendrick, J Cole. Uh, probably Young Boy. Young Boy. Young Boy be there. And, uh, Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole, Young Boy. Eh. Who else we leaving out? We leaving out somebody else. No, we not. It's, it's pretty good. Megan probably. Probably be Megan. Megan the Sound. Okay. So all of those five of those people are hip hop. Drake is definitely not hip hop. I was. I knew you were Drake say. is definitely. I, he's definitely. Think not of his hip-hop. definition. Yeah. That's not Drake. He's a middle class Canadian kid that grew up Jewish in Canada. And was on Degrassi. Like, no. So he makes fantastic rap music, though. Nonstop is one of my favorite gangster rap songs. It's just, you don't think it's harsh to say that the nigga no, not hip-hop? No, why? Because this bro, is what y'all do every time, But this is man. his definition yes, of and, and it's rooted it in the closest thing to the facts. That's the point. Like, it's the, everybody else just wants to be all-inclusive. Oh, everybody should be in. It's like, you got to understand. I well, think about it. The more that. you start allowing people that's not, they're going to choose white people. Like, if you keep scrubbing culture, they're going to choose white people. If they they don't you think they're already doing that a little I, bit? That's because you guys are not just being honest saying it. I, that's why I demand that we have some kind of agreement, because if we don't, they're going to choose white people. It'll be Kenny G. <laughs> a man that's playing a saxophone over pop music, right? A man playing a saxophone over pop music is jazz. You know what I'm saying? Like, now a black person can't get a budget in jazz. Rock and roll. A black person can't get a budget in rock and roll because you guys are so all-inclusive. That's the thing I love about being a gang member. I agree about we that. We are not super... You can't not just be down. Like, it's... And at times, I even watching some of the gang members, different gangs, I'd be like, y'all just letting people in too easy. I was going to ask you that, not not to take it back to that, but I was going to ask you if you think that this generation is different from the generation and maybe in the way that you said that they're a little bit more inclusive. 
No, they're not. They, okay. Everybody just don't want to be frowned upon. Everybody's scared to be who they are or... That's why they always fighting. Oh, you should accept me. Like as a gang member, you don't care. You just walk your walk. But as long as people are poor in these densely, like it's still black people still poor. Is people still poor in these communities? Hell yeah. So hip hop still has a voice. It still, it still needs to be an option for people that come from where we come from to let us know around the country what's going on. That's the only. I would have not knew there was an opioid epidemic in Atlanta if I never heard Future. I would have not mm-hmm. knew what was going on in Chicago if I didn't hear Chief Keith. Like mm-hmm. that's a way of us to know what's going on with each other around this country. That's definitely true. And you know, I was able to see Timberlands because of you know uh, certain rappers in in the eighties and nineties of New York. So I think that's important, and we have to keep it pure because the more we scrub it out, the country is going to choose white people every time. It's that this. It's just what it is. They, they. Why would they not? That's a good point. So, is there a point? So, is there a point to where? Is there an exploita- exploitation point? Is there a point to where, like, because we always say your first album is for a lot of people your truest album. It's not people say that, but it's not true for everyone. But <clears throat> you get to a point to where you're rapping, and I feel like, and this is where I feel like some of the responsibility comes in sometimes. There's a lot of times you get to a point to where you don't even live in the community anymore, (laughs) that you don't you don't have the problems of the people in that community anymore. You actually I wouldn't say that you probably still do have the problems because you still are tethered to a lot of the people that might still be having those problems. Right. So you might still have people in your crew. You might have family, you might have other friends that you haven't been able to get out yet. Sometimes I feel like that it can get to a point and this is with anything. Right. To where what we're talking about is no more commentary on what's happening in the neighborhood. It's actually narrative creating on things that are going down in there that these particular rappers might not even have any connection with. They might not even be there. Give me an example. I, I don't want to because I don't want to call anybody out. Oh, okay. But, but so I, I got but, you. But, 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 I, but I hear people all the time talking about going on drills or riding with sticks, and I know they're not doing that. Anymore. That's Drake. I'm not saying that's Drake. I'm Why? saying because he did make that. <laughs> but I'm saying, but that's not fair because some content. No, I literally wasn't talking about Drake. No, I'm What's saying the but Drake I'm, thing. Glasses? No, it's not. Not I'm saying some some ideas become pop culture. It's not negative. It, it just becomes. It's part negative of, to say you ride with a stick looking for somebody to kill. Like I mean, but by the way, I'm not saying that Drake. I'm not. Ta- I wasn't even talking about Drake. When that's I was not. That's that. not. The, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, so you're talking about somebody from the community. I'm talking about. Okay, is it appropriation for us to keep making soul food even though we both make six and seven figures a year? No. So then, what are we talking about? Because cuisine is to 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 me is an aspect of culture. It's, it's a, but but the reason we cook like that I, is because we had to. I love that. Here's the difference, though. Like to me, behaviors and and food are two different things, right? No. So like, is it cultural? Is it cultural not to pay your phone bill? No. Okay. Right. It's a, it's a it's it's a it, it has to do with where you're from, right? Or like the amount of money that you have, right? Sure, if you can no one would no one would ever say that you're keeping it real by not paying your phone bill. No one would say that you were keeping it real by not paying your light bill. No right. one say that you were keeping it real by letting not your even car in, not get even repossessed. in the community. All all things that happen to you organically when you were poor and fucked up. Then why is talking about 
crimes that you may have committed in the past and are not committing now. Why is talking about affiliations that you don't have, drugs that you're not selling, all of that stuff. Why is that stuff, the food that you eat, is actually one of the most important things going on. I know, but the reality is, yeah, I I shop from Whole Foods now. I do. I go to Sprouts. Every every once every once in a while, they gonna have some fried chicken. I like it. But, but you don't think it's that's... not every once in a while I'm gonna pick up a gun and go and go drill someone. That's a negative thing. But have you ever drilled somebody? I'm not talking about that. But but so that's the difference. So the difference is you're asking me: Is there a time right now that I will be glasses alone from Seventh Street? Yes. Right. But is there a t- so is so so is there a time you should be glasses alone from Seventh Street? If you have if you have moved out of that and you're in Beverly Hills and you're doing all of this stuff now or wherever you stay, even if you got a big ass place in the, shouldn't there be a time to where you no longer have to endeavor into violence or those things like that, that you put those childish toys behind you, especially if you made it out? So imagine if white people said, you know what? The time we was using that words was rooted also in you guys being slave and it was a way for us to control you. So why would you complain about it today? You're in a position where you're making seven figures, six or seven figures a year. Should you still have the same attitude when you hear the N-word? I, if they ask me that, you know what I would say? No, I'm, I'm asking you, yes. Oh, what I would say to them is, yeah, because we still niggas. What I, what I, what this I, is still crib. No, but, but listen, no. L- let me make the distinction real quick. The distinction to this is, the distinction to that is this. Slavery is over. Yes. The system of being oppressed in America clearly is not. So the same reasons that I was cripping before are not over just because I have some money. Now, look, I was tripping over the now, same now, thing. Now, you now, think now, it was now, different now, early now, on? Now, wait a second, Glasses. It is you who said that people endeavor into these things because they are poor. So what I would think, and I'm not speaking on that because I'm not none of that. Nobody hit sure. me up. And, uh, but <laughs> what, what, I would, up. what I would think <laughs> is that what I would think is that in a situation to where you start to do better financially, that you would transform your community in a different way. And stop! Like, what the fuck would you go on a drive by for? Like, why would you be doing this stuff if you had ascended out of that situation? I talked to Fifty yesterday. He is a great person to talk to about this. Fifty's telling me the whole point of me doing everything that I was doing was to get out of the situation that I was in. And while now that I'm out of it, how am I get caught up in this same bullshit again? Then why does he get caught up in the same bullshit all the time? What bullshit? Fifth always got some shit going on. He always handled everything like the same fifty cent. But he not he never getting in trouble with the law. That's because they ain't caught him. He okay. Uh. Well, we gonna get off. Of that. <laughs> fifty and punch <laughs> motherfuckers backstage. Fifty and punch motherfuckers backstage. Fifty that did all kind of regular shit that we do in the street. He don't deal with it the way Jimmy Iovine would deal with it. Yeah, I feel you. But even now, Jimmy Iovine doesn't get on his Instagram and taunt and fuck over so people I'm this though. and insult them I'm and make this though. put they back in but the I'm corner. I'm saying this though. Is it right that you should maintain the same mentality that you had when you was broke or the same mentality that you had when you was fucked up? Shouldn't there be a point to where you move past that? Well, I guess, I guess that's the, the, the question. Sure. But the same way, how often do you eat soul food? I don't eat it all the time. But, exactly. I'm but, not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trip all the time. I'm not I think the soul food the example is it's actually the a same. straw man. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with twenty five thousand 
miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. I want to move the conversation to a podcast you had about conversations about a woman's worth. Oh, man. I wish <laughs> Pete was here for this. Go ahead. Uh, he didn't do, I don't think he did that one with you. Did he? Okay, great. Because Pete would have been, been bad. So if you thought it was, it was good compared to if Pete was there. Was it? Yeah, Pete is Okay, because Pete in this amazing. podcast, y'all were discussing, is there value in a modern woman? The value. The value. But from what y'all were saying, it was as if there was no value. You can't find value in a modern woman. I remember that. And I remember kind of being the voice of reason for women. I really do. I remember that because I remember everybody else was on and I was like, just, okay, okay. Um, What exactly (laughs) was said? So I can know. (laughs) Just before I jump off. Because I remember the whole conversation. I believe it was you who said, well, what's valuable about a modern woman? You were having a conversation. Y'all were talking about a woman that was on social media. It might have been little baby's baby mama. And you were talking about her. She she was saying in the 80s and 90s, men valued women a lot better than they do now. And you were talking about the worth of a modern woman. Versus that woman. And it was like, well, you were like, well, what's valuable about them? If you compare it to that woman. The difference. Because yeah. what are you defining as a modern woman? Because I would consider myself a modern woman, but I listened to the way you, you were talking about women and okay. that wasn't me. That's not me. Because you have, may have old school values. Has anybody ever told you that? No. What is a modern woman? What is, <laughs> does define modern woman. A modern woman is, let me see, is somebody that really believes value comes from how many followers they have. Or how many men obs- like like objectify them? A modern woman would rather be sexy than beautiful. Like they think it's the exact same thing. So maybe it's the phrase you're using that's throwing me off. Because yeah. a modern day woman, I would to me, you're just describing somebody who's an influencer. I don't. I, I think most people today think they're influencers. 
I here's a point. I, it's funny we had this conversation. Um, we we're having a conversation about the the value of vagina, mm-hmm. like where it's at. The vagina was a stock; it's at its all time lowest, right? <sighs> it's at its all time. It sounds Why? bad because seventy years ago you had to marry a woman to get vagina. That required dates. That required a lot of economic, a lot of commitment, a lot of things to have to happen versus today, whereas $12.99 is Netflix and chill. You say commitment. Just because these people were getting married, that's all for show. It doesn't mean that they were committed. And they like I, I wouldn't say that women aren't doing anything now that they weren't doing back then. It's just now it's just on a bigger scale. Like now women had take pride in being able to say, I have choice over my body and this is what I want to do. That's like a cop out, though. No, it's not a cop out. Well, if, if you have a choice, then you could never be upset by any decision you ever make. So that means you can never blame anybody. So if a guy, so just listen. Yeah, no regrets. So if a guy says he lies to you to get it, you could never be upset because you still made the choice. But you can be a. It depends what he lied about, right? So if he's lying to me that he wants it and he feels something for me, if he's saying I just want to get it and then you give it and then what? but again, that's the point of respond like having control. The control is I don't have to listen to nothing you say. I have to make my own decisions, right? Based off of what I think is right. Nothing you say can mean anything. That's the point of having that control of your body. Yeah, but sure. But if other people can still manipulate you out of the same thing without the type of commitment. So I agree with you, right? Back in the day, somebody might have took you on 70 dates and could have had the same intentions and married you just to get it. But that's a lot more to go through than just having you come over to watch Netflix and chill. Well, because when you were talking about it on your podcast, you were saying how you know baby mamas more than you know wives today. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't make that. That's in my world. And that's you not were saying, in else world. Yeah. and you okay, because you were making that distinction, yeah. and then you were bringing up, well, like you know, I know the names of Cookie, and I know the names of, of Magic Johnson's wife, and I know uh, Juanita. But then I was like, but those men weren't committed to their women at all. They were so, committed. See, just just on paper. No, no, not just dick and vagina are not the only commitments. Like who you sleeping with ain't your real commitment. Your commitment is who is this person you're gonna take care of and make sure they right forever. But that's you can do commitment. that without being a wife. That's not ever going to happen without being. That's like a rarity to happen. If somebody's going to take care of you without being a wife for the rest of your life, you got something really special. It's to find what's taking care. Because are you talking about financially? Or are you talking about talking just about being there every night? I'm talking about Okay, so sure, right? The idea of sex seems to be the most dominant thing. But the more longer relationship you in, you realize it's a lot of things about a relationship that you have to be responsible for. And and the one thing about magic is he's committed to Cookie. I, n- I only know people's wives. I don't know these people, baby mama's names. Like, why would I celebrate? Why does this person even have a following? Like, you don't have talent. You just somebody that this man knocked down and knocked up. Like, okay, so so let me. So does that mm, point have to come out the podcast? Mm, no, no, no. That's, that's, that can say. Okay. So let me ask you this though. I want to go back to a couple of things. Number one, the choice majors that you talked about, right? The choice. The reason why I feel like that analogy is flawed is because it doesn't matter what any everyone has a choice to do whatever they want to do, right? Like we have a choice to start a rap group together, which we're going to do. We have a choice to start a rap group together. If I tell you that I'm going to come record and I never do it, and you have entered into this thinking that I was going to do this, and for whatever reason I manipulated you, for whatever reason then even though you made the choice to do that, like the fact that we, the fact that you trusted me 
you're still going to feel away. No, I'm not. I'm going to be mad at myself for listening to you. Do, okay, cool. Even that, though. But you're mad at the deception. The de No, no, no. I'm mad for listening to you. Right. So, But what I'm telling you is that in society, glasses, we have something called good faith. If I <laughs> nothing about digging pussy is good faith. Well, I'm not. But but, but what I'm telling you about that is is that if if a woman is mad because you said you played for the Saints, and like or that you were, if a woman is mad because you said you didn't have three kids, and she wanted she wants somebody that doesn't have three kids, right? And then she finds out that you have them down a relationship she has a right to be mad about that like like if you you're you're taking the onus to me off of how truthful you have to be uh when you meet someone and what i'm telling you is it has nothing to do with a, ma a male female dynamic if you are entering into a new relationship of any kind if i'm buying a car from someone if i'm starting a business with someone if i'm doing anything with anybody right and we enter that relationship whatever that relationship might be like in bad faith, then yeah, I'm gonna look at myself and be like, yo, why did I believe that? But at the same time, you're fucked up. And and so and so I think it's the good and bad faith. I think that's probably where it, the hitch is. Um men want to sleep with women first. Yeah. First. Nothing else. Very rarely is it like I see I wanna she wanna be my wife. I want to sleep. It's with not her. very rarely. It's like never. <laughs> almost, yeah. I mean, it's possible. Some people you see and you be like, "Oh man, I wanted to be my wife." That's not. It's. It has happened. I know it has happened. I yeah. know for sure it's happened. Yeah. Right. Um. It happened to me. It, it, it happens. Yeah. Right. But it doesn't have to happen. So for sure, it's never good or bad faith. You know the initial intentions. So you know if a guy sees you, the first thing he's thinking about is, "I want to sleep with her." Yeah, but there's not there's nothing in bad faith about that. I, I'm, it's not that's what I'm saying. It's not good. So therefore, everything he says is with that intention first. Oh, so therefore, it's no good in bad faith, well, right there. Well, no, no, not true because it depends on his personal integrity about what he's willing. Well, well I say, on, again, well, I like on, that. Hold one. on, wait. Personal in life, integrity. in life, in life, there are things that we all want. Your personal integrity dictates what you would do to get them personally. So, 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 no, no, no. So that means that, that means this. I mean, if that's the case, then not anything that we're like, we all want to be rich. Some people would kill somebody to be rich. Some people wouldn't, and that depends on you. Exactly. And, and, and so, and so, what I'm saying is that doesn't mean that we shouldn't make judgments based upon what people are willing to do to get what they want. I think because we, we all know that they want something. But before we before yeah. we get into tangent, I wanna I wanna ask you one more question. All right. Who sets the? You said pussy is at an all time low in value. Yeah. Who sets the value of pussy? Men by what they will pay to get. <laughs> okay. Isn't it? Isn't it about what you will pay to get it? Like, like you could say a word. I'm gonna tell you why. I knew it. You know, you know that's a misogynistic statement. But, but I'm gonna tell you that because then that means that we don't have ownership <laughs> over our own body parts. If you could be, but listen, but I'm gonna tell you why, and I'm gonna tell you the issue. If you can be lied to, you don't. If you can be manipulated for it, you don't. Everybody can be you manipulated, can manipulate for, for anything. Yeah. If you're a rapper, it's not a more manipulated a group of people in the world. I have a 62 Impala. You cannot manipulate me no matter what. Glasses. Listen, you are just a let me make artist. my point. Just let me, let me make my point. Go ahead, make your point. I own a 62 Impala convertible. Right. You can, you can pay what you want to pay for no matter what lies you told me. I don't care what you say. Okay. Your Impala doesn't have a choice in this. No. As a woman though, <laughs> as a woman. You have a choice. I have a choice. So then what so then at that point, 
if Netflix and chill is the current rate that's being advertised across the landscape, that's broken down to twelve ninety nine. This nigga's is mine, man. I think I think I can set a worth of what I want, and then you set the value. The person who were willing to pay sets the value. The person who owns it, I would like to believe, sets the worth. You could say, "Hey, my vagina is worth somebody marrying me. My vagina is worth what I want to give it away for." But at that point, the real value is whatever somebody else is willing to pay. But I, but the way you describe it is you take the power away from the woman. Like my vagina one day might be worth a good time because I want to have a good time. And the next day it might be marriage. It might be something else. You're taking not, that. No, I, I think in, it's, it's in, a little more deeper. It, in I, your I, statement, sure, it, it, takes it, it takes it away because it, it's saying it's only, only worth. You're, you're using value and worth. But you're really saying it's only worth what a man is willing to value. No, it no, at. no. That's what it the value, the worth and value are different. And how I could use them, how I'm using them could be incorrect, but they are different. And it is only what somebody is willing to pay for it. That is, it's the truth. I'm, listen. Well, why, why, why is this so transactional? I don't shit before I was born. So so what I'm saying is I think because so, okay, so, I'm gonna wait, tell you why so, I'm gonna so, tell you why I classify this transaction. Okay. Because the first time we meet a woman, that's what we want. Yeah, but how do you know that's not what she wants? Exactly. I, I, but that's not the point, right? I'm not saying what she wants doesn't have value. More times than not, that's not what they want. I don't know if that's case. More but, times but, than but, so. I think that's an old way of thinking about it. That's a and this and know. that's why that's <laughs> why but like I mean, look, have you ever walked into the room and slept with four people and bragged to your homegirls that you slept with four people? She Maybe we should it. take this out to podcast. <laughs> no, because this is Have you ever bragged? Have you like, girl, I knocked down all six of them. You know that, what, I mean, but you know that women brag about, you do, you are aware that women. It might not be six or four, you, but you women, women definitely brag walk about, into a room I'm and brag. Niggas that they bagged, right? Yes, I'm telling you, so have they ever, have you ever slept with six men at once? No. <laughs> Would you brag about it? No, because I don't. That's not what I want. So, but I'm, I brag about something that I did. Would want. you actually envy the woman who has slept with six men at once? It's not what I want, so I'm not going to envy something I'm not into. There's not a man breathing air, breathing air. It could be the most faithful man in Barack Obama, or Jay Z, right? Or it could be the players' man, right? As in Hugh Hefner, rest his soul, or uh, whoever the next Hugh Hefner is. Mm-hmm. If I slept with six women, that is literally you know, social currency within the masculine community, right? If, if I slept with the city girls at the same time, it depends on which, Van, it, it depends on, I mean, if you're in the, if you're around a bunch of Mormons, then maybe not, but, but it depends, it, it, it depends on where you are, but, 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 <laughs> but see but, how far he went today. But, but, well, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, yeah, 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 don't even want to do it. But look, this is what I'm saying though. They do. But well, they definitely do. They, come, come on. They, they want to because they have like six wives. Yeah. So, 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 exactly. so, so, so um, shout out to the Mormons. That's not a bitch because yeah, yeah. I don't need no more. It could be a coming bitch, in. Yeah, but what I'm saying though okay. is like everything that you're talking about is everything that you're talking about is based on, in, in my opinion, construct. It, it, not even based on, it's not even constructs, right? Because it's a one sided construct. It's not. Let me ask you this. How much is. Forget about pussy. How much is dick worth? Free. It's, it's the it's the it's never had value. Okay. It's literally the trash <laughs> stock in America. Right. So dick. So every woman in America, right, has multiple penis. There's not a woman breathing. There's not a man in America. Every woman has options to get penis. Right. So if that's the, so, if that's the case, then why are we so 
If if that's the case, then why are we so obsessed with how much vagina is worth? Because again, the, the value of vagina. If if penis is worthless, then why are we obsessed with how the the, the value of vagina? I don't think I'm obsessed with. I'm it. not I'm saying just, obsessed with. Oh, yeah, why yeah. is even a conversation? If if because if, as a if, man if, who has a penis, I enjoy vagina. So if I'm noticing, if I'm telling my sister, hey, you have to be careful because men. Right. What's funny is, as as in like penis as low as it is, the value of it, right? It's actually at its highest. Men are actually oh, I want it is million almost unbelievable. Percent, I, 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 I what women are doing to get penis in two thousand twenty two. Well, not to, not to get penis. I don't think it's. But no. I agree that men are overvaluing themselves right now. But I think that has to do. I don't with a think lot of they're things. overvaluing. No, 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 themselves. no, 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 not overvaluing themselves. Yeah. I'm talking. I think. I think that I, not overvaluing themselves. I think that like social media and stuff. Because this is what I think. I think that there are certain societal constructs that exist no matter what, right? And I think that we are still really, all we do is take our parents' ethics and then remix them. Right. So, but do you really want a construct where we're the same? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you have to have one. Is that really what y'all want top to bottom? Yeah. Like we Because just, this, this is the problem. No, no, Once no, you no, start no, no, doing no, hold that, on, hold on, hold on. then what happens? You know what it comes to. Hold, hold on, hold on. It hold becomes on. a whole bunch of other conversations. But, but, here's, but here's the deal, though. Right? We're tacked and it's So like, what should not, it be? Not, not, hold on. Not the same, but equal. So wait, what should it be then? Um, I, I think it depends on the person. I definitely don't think... I think a woman is greater. That's my problem. So when you do things that let me down, you let me know you worse than me. It's disappointing. Yeah, like you that, are a woman. You, your body, your body literally, literally to make a child, I, I could be there for two seconds, right? Two seconds. Nine months, you can develop it and bring it into this universe. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, but you're double talking, doing it's the not, fast talk It's shit. not fast that's like, talk. It's that's not like when you're on the talk. basketball team and the coach goes, hey, I'm yelling at you in front of everybody because I no, expect you just don't like you. it because it's a truth. It's not. It, well, it's I your genuinely, truth. It's, so, it's, no, it's literally it's, a truth. It, it, no, if you think, it, glasses, if you want to be more critical of women because you you think higher of them, yes, that's cool. What's a lot of women, a lot, no, but, I, but a not, lot of women would tell you, I want to be, I don't, I, a lot of women would tell you, why am I talking? But it's not even this that you think <laughs> higher of them. It's more of like. Greater too. Greater, it's more of like I'm wrong. No, it's a traditional. It's a tra It's like an old school thought of almost like they're they're perfect in a that way. You guys are perfect, but the what? And this is why I had an issue with you saying modern day woman. Sure. When you're describing people you see on social media doing their thing, and and on the podcast y'all were talking about body types and and people not being natural. Lowering the value of booties, yeah. Yeah, and see, t that's not what I would define as modern, right? Equal, not the same. I'm a person who is, you know. I don't want those old school traditional values placed on me. I want to be able to say I'm my own person. I do my own thing. I don't have to be what your definition is or your old school definition is Why? of a woman. Because I don't want to be that. Yeah, but desire is overrated. What do you need to be? What do you mean? What do I need to be? That's the point. A woman is always what she needs to be. Right. <laughs> so, I, but like, is, why can't I get good. down and dirty if I want to? You can but like you have me on such a pedestal that you can't see me Why any other way. Why can't you be proud that you're getting down and dirty and just 
be proud of it. I why, am. Why do you? Okay, so why do you need us to be okay with it? I. It's not that I need you to be okay, but the conversation is that the way you're talking about women and not valuing women, what I c- define as modern, sure. right? You asking me why don't we value you getting down and dirty? Yeah, like, like my hands dirty. I guess is what I mean. Like, I'm saying, like let's say, the- let's say, like a guy, Vance slept with all of Destiny's child at one time. Mm-hmm. Why I would value it versus if you slept with all of Boys to Men? Mm-hmm. It's just different. Whoa, whoa, why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why out, is whoa, it different? Wait, 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 wait. Shout out to Boys to Men. That, yeah, of course. Shout out to the homies from Boys to Men. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> Shout out to Juan Ye. It's not the Shout same comparison as what he's about to say. Uh, Destiny's Child is not boys to me. You cannot compare. Shout out to Sean. You Stockton. have to give me Joe to see. Shout out to or all some, of them. Or, you, you can't compare. Shout out to boys to men. This is gonna sound like a diss. It's not a fucking diss. These niggas was the men. These was the guys. Last boys to men, my favorite group ever. That's because the there team. is no way you can compare sleeping <laughs> to Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, and Michelle. You don't think Beyonce you is greater than all of them you, together? You can't. You he's a part can't of Destiny's Child. compare sleeping with them. To sleeping with boys to men, you can't. Just on a straight man, shout out to boys to men. You can't do that though. <laughs> okay, how about, how about you can't do that? How about Jodeci? I mean, it's a racial situation. I, mean, I said Jodeci. I yeah, said Jodeci. But what is it that that you're holding on to that says I can't do that? Because but you can greater. do that. Because you're literally greater. You're you're you're. I'm not saying. There's no cape. This is real. Like. You can have a child, like literally you can create yeah, function and everything, right? So then, yeah. So for you to do things that we would do is horrible. No, but there's power in having control over what I want to do sexually. Not really. Glasses. Oh my Glasses. God. No discipline. Glasses. Glasses. Do you understand that? Like, do you understand that? We know that you're not. We understand this pimp talking over here. I'm not pimping, like, bro, bro. We, bro. We understand this. Why hey, would you think? Why bro, you we think, under, bro, glasses, So you don't think I think women are greater? That's what you glasses, believe? No, under, I know we, you believe that's that. Crazy. But it's hey, a, but hey. in, in in the wrong tone. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. You don't believe I believe that? No, it, it's 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 in a toxic way though. It's like, not like, in like, any it, toxic it, it is, way. It's in a toxic How? way though. It's in that I expect you to be the best representation. You expect us to have an expectation. Yeah, I literally said that for. That, that you would look at somebody who you don't know and judge their behavior based upon what your expectation of them is, is absolutely, that's absolutely toxic. No, literally, what do you? That's not toxic. Sure, it is. How is it? What you literally know what you're presenting? No, no. What I'm telling you is that you're saying, "Hey, you're such a like. I I think you're, you're so great. A, you shouldn't do this." Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Again, but but again, you asking me. Okay, so based off your standards. So you wouldn't mind if your old lady had all of Boys to Men. Because nah. Boys to Men is your favorite group at one time. So here's the thing about it. Don't go. So so I'm not I'm not Don't gonna go. go. So here's the thing Focus. about it. Here's the thing about it. See, see you finna drive around the corner. I'm, I'm just not, saying stop right there I'm parking. Not, the actual, you, know what the, you know what the actual answer is? Yes. No. But I would be curious. So you be asking her how was, when Wanye was in her mouth? <laughs> this nigga's not. But the, just, she, he has details. You have to provide details. She's not going to have a lot of questions. I, I would have a lot of questions. because What if she said she just felt at her most powerful moment? His first question would be why? Hey, hey, and she was what? like, you know what? I have a chance to have Grammy Award winning Look, Boys this, to this, Men this at is, once. And here's the thing. And this is why. I'm, and this is. <laughs> no, seriously. And this You're is why. Now, this is real cap. No, no. This is why I'm a deviant. This is why I'm a deviant. This is why people don't really fuck with me. I actually wouldn't care. I was I had a whole thing on this podcast where I was talking about wanting my mom to get some dick. 
Like seriously, so you would want your mom to have all the temptation members. If that's yes. who, if that's what it, she it was wanted, whole thing. you'd be okay with that. If that's what she wanted, I don't believe it. I swear to no. God, bro. If that's what she wanted, bro. So if your mom had a train with the temptations, bro, you'd be cool like, with it, that. Th- that would be dope. But let me tell you something. It, the, the that re- would be dope the, for the, the, the temptations the to run a train on your mom because it's other <laughs> niggas' moms that like had like the system run a train on them. At least she had the temps. Shout out to the system. Don't disturb this group. At least she had the temps. So the, you would be. I don't you give a want. fuck about who people fuck. Glasses. Glasses. You don't care. I want every. You're on this. I earth. don't want everybody glasses, to get what they glasses, want. Glasses. Listen. You're I think on that's this a worth. Horrible thing. Glasses. You're on this worth for eighty years. If you're lucky, then you are dead forever. If you spend one fucking second. On this spinning rock in space, worrying about what Glasses thinks about who you fucking, you are creating, you are committing an eternal crime. I disagree. Every person you don't fuck is somebody that you don't fuck forever. All right. That's actually not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not. And, and there are all kinds of reasons to stop. If you love someone, if you're committed to it's, someone. It's, it's, it's not, wait, you don't have to be committed if or you love loved, someone. If you how love you someone, just if you have a personal situation. How about you stop just giving you your spirit away just because you want to? But that's mm. what you say about the, and this is why it's toxic masculinity. Sure. Because you have an idea Such of a what a man is supposed to be. And then you have an idea of what you're, a woman should be. I don't. So And you're is, putting gender uh, roles on each one. That's uh, toxic. That's not toxic. That's actually how life should be. We have to stop <laughs> coming into a space where we think everybody is the same. No, no, no. No, it's Listen not the I same. We're not even Listen to what I said. I you, said, you I said, some I said people men and women aren't, aren't the same. I'm but not saying that. You realize on equal, the same man. podcast you were talking about, you were talking huh? about women. We're not equal with women. You were talking on this on the same podcast. You were talking about women being the breadwinner and women being supporting their men. And you were like, you couldn't, you wouldn't it's do it. It's not my style. But is it okay? No. <laughs> I'm not okay with you taking care of your man. Why? I'll be honest with you. Most women ain't okay with that. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I agree with that. You should not, not agree. You cannot. That is toxic. You cannot no, agree with that. No, no, no. That's you my personal preference. That's my personal preference. But That's toxic. It's not toxic for me to say. It is not toxic. Is that not toxic? I want it to it's be a little toxic, but well, I mean, well, wait, let me explain. It's not that I want him rate. taking care of me all the time, but I would want it to be like, sometimes you take care of me. Sometimes 50, I take 50? care of you. Yeah. You like that? 50, 50. I like it. That's really. I, I do. So why did I just take care of you? Huh? Would you be okay just to take care of you? So, you know, I want you to take care of me because we I wouldn't want to be taken care of all the time. Only based off a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Not really based off. That don't even make sense. I would love to be. Let's be. Let's. Crazy. If we keep it all the way funky. Yeah, you're not being honest. If we keep it all the way funky, it's not an issue. If a, I mean, there are a lot of women out there who have women. So it's not. It's not that big of an issue if a man wants to take care of a woman. It's actually excellent. It's. It's not that big of an issue, but society does not accept or respect a do nothing ass because nigga. society is a joke. Society is like no, so. If no. you, if your girl, like, like who wants to way, be Stedman? Like, if you're like that, but but look though, all of those guys get made fun of. Look, no, no bullshit. Everyone, like, all, like, all of those, all of those guys get made fun of, and and the fact that all of those guys get made fun of show you that. But we live if in this that's society. what you decide to do, it should be okay for you. Yeah. Is my point. So then that means you have to walk in. So back to your point about getting down and dirty. Me being a crip. I have to walk with who I am based off your expectations. I'm fine with it. Right. I'm not trying to correct you on this cripping. 
This is who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm we not worried our about you. We don't. We ain't, we ain't from Seventh Street. What do our expectations? But that's matter? not the point. When you start to talk about gangs, right? If that was the case, I would rescind being a gang member. Like, oh, you know what? Society frowns upon it because they think it's this. I walk proudly because I'm proud of who I am. I'm not worried about your ignorance. So if you want to get down and dirty, right? You like, you know what? I want to take all of Rockefeller at one time. I want to take everybody on QC label. Just be proud of him. And I would be. The whole QC. I just do not think <laughs> if that, so. If that's what I wanted to do. That's I, not what I want to do. I I'm don't just believe so. Only because we do entirely too many things that are rooted in social currency. But the reality no is social the, currency. The reality situation, if, is the, if you didn't do it, the only reason why you wouldn't do it is it wouldn't be because of your desire to do it or not do it. It would be because of the perception of you. Desire is overrated, man. Everything ain't hey, about hey, 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 I, hey. I've been wanting to drink my whole life. I haven't. I hey, wanted to smoke my but, whole but life. I'm not saying desire isn't yeah. overrated. But what sure. I'm saying is these are all things. But let me, let me before you get out of here, yeah. it's been a, this has been a conversation I knew it would be. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Before <laughs> before you get out of here, we'll talk about Clubhouse. Okay. All right, because we had it popping first. We did have we did. Have, <laughs> we did have, uh, <laughs> He's talked first. about it. We every shout out to the homies. Shout out to okay, real quick. I gotta do big shout out to Royce the five nine. Shout out to uh Bishop Brigante. Yeah. Shout out to Mouse Jones. Yeah. Glasses, me. Who else we had on there with us? We, that was that was the pack. That was the crew. Well, the just Blaze would jump in there every yeah. now and again. Just was super dope. That just, just made me a fan with that. Yeah, just would jump in there every now and again. We had some other people. Remember, was, remember, whack was all just. Whack was on just. Whack was on just. <laughs> That's the first time I ever heard whack get on somebody. Whack was on just because. <laughs> what did just say? I sub stupid. It wasn't even nothing important. No, he said he said that when. Rockefeller came to New Orleans that the Hot Boys and Birdman and them would be in the front row on some fan shit. And Wack got super pissed off. Clubhouse. Yeah, good old, good old clubhouse. A lot of politics going on. Like, you can learn, it seems like you can learn almost everything about LA politics. You pretty much won't learn anything, but I feel you'll get like some bare, like, outlines of it, but you ain't gonna really learn. What do you think about the situation on Clubhouse and the different I mean, you obviously are affiliated, you know what I mean? So what do you think about Clubhouse and the different talks across sets? I mean, you got L.A. talking to New York sometimes. 
You got different sets talking to each other. They talking politics. They talking about people's yeah, paperwork. Yeah, people's entertainer. They just entertainers. They ain't got nothing to do with what's really happening in them communities. I'm just being honest. That ain't really what it's about. Them people is trying to be entertainers. All of them people trying to be entertainers. If you from my homeboys that's really about it, they ain't on no damn clubhouse. They don't call me. They might get some chance later on to hear it on YouTube, but they ain't on no damn club. Them people's entertainers. Not saying they're not from their community, but they're trying to, you know, rise their, you know, raise their life. They they profile, get some money, get some fame, get something going for themselves. They're not really a reflection of the community at that current state. Do you think people that are on Clubhouse that are talking would feel a way if they heard you say that? Maybe. Shit, I don't care. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's true. Like, I, look, I try to, I try to bunker myself down in facts. I know people. I know enough of them to know that that's not their goal. Is not the actual. That is the last place you would go to get active. You know, whack. What do you think about some of, some of the back and forth that goes on on Clubhouse? With I don't know why y'all entertain it. Whack is literally a businessman who owned trucks and was at one time a gang member who literally has became a businessman. I don't know what the fuck people be talking to him about street shit for anyway. I don't know what y'all doing. This man is obviously, he don't care. He literally is working with that little dude. That little dude is a rat. That's a rat. Like, minus all of the other stuff that they saying, 6 9 is a rat. I, not Minus the manipulation, minus the marketing. He just didn't want to be accountable for his own crime. So he said... These guys did these crimes. Hey, I'll testify on these crimes to not be prosecuted for my crimes. That's what a snitch is. And if Wack would deal with him, Wack don't have value. He don't care about the streets' value. That's just not what he care about. So yeah, why would somebody I mean, he in the streets? Yeah. I never heard him say it, but I can tell you right off the rip. Wack is three years away from being Charleston White. Yo, <laughs> That's like a Wack will be like nigga. Mark my words, <laughs> Wack gonna be like fuck all this gangbanging shit. He act like I actually heard him say it a couple times. Where he'd be like, man, you niggas just it's coming. Because it's it's a space where men get to to where they start to separate themselves from the community enough to where they just it don't matter to them no more, and it just don't matter to him. He don't really care what no nobody from the street think. He don't care what I think. He don't care what none of us think. So why would a motherfucker be sitting right there arguing with him? They just don't. The only reason you are gonna argue with him is because you trying to make him look bad in front of other people, just like he does. Mm. The hell you argue with him for? Mm. And they come on this platform, be arguing right up in his little room with all the peoples, and they be just going. I be looking like, bro, I'm not finna sit up here and listen to y'all crazy motherfuckers. And then they not gonna pinch each other when they get close, because mm. it was never about that. And I think he understands it more than everybody. He understands that this is entertainment. Now, most likely, it's going to come out of the vein of entertainment because people gonna get serious and somebody's gonna get embarrassed, and then we'll see then. But it'll be a bunch of people. You know, right now, instead of us as a culture, like, hey, you know what? Y'all got to stop or, you know, maybe we need to figure out some other kind of solutions to this. It's all fun and games till somebody gets shot. And somebody gets shot, we're going to be like, oh, man, you know, you know, or, you know the normal stuff. This <laughs> nigga. The normal stuff. Glasses. The podcast is no ceilings. But Make listen to glasses. What else you got? You, it's you definitely did, entertaining. You didn't drop a bunch of <laughs> shit. You got Kanye should have never married that bitch. I didn't even get into that. That's the name. Of the I didn't song. even get into the, the toxic the femininity de- or feminine de- definition that you have. That's what he. I, I, That's toxic. Time. No. First of all, you should <laughs> like just the title. That's of the song. Toxic. Tell, tell people the title, the title of the song again. That's 
The title of the song is Kanye should have never married that bitch. And then that it is nowhere in the that that is nowhere in the song. It's no, all the, about you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. The about that. Oh, I know. That's why you shouldn't have married her. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. So anyway, we got we, we got to go. <laughs> we you gotta guys, I'm telling y'all right now, <laughs> I'm gonna continue to work on my good brother glasses. Who is one of the smartest men that I know. <laughs> In all the most problematic, beautiful ways, brother. <laughs> Appreciate y'all joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like Ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.